walked out to the lacrosse field. It was fall ball practice, essentially. And and I, not that I didn't think it was important for me to be there, but I was thinking, hey, I need to mentally prepare for my my evening for my night. And um, I walked out from the equipment room with my wrestling gear to watch practice. And my head coach, Dom Starja saw me standing, you know, on the sideline with his bag and, you know, blew his whistle and stopped practice. And, you know, he's looking and yelling straight at me, telling me, you know, how dare I, you know, miss practice for this, uh, for this wrestling event. And I don't think I've run faster in my life to this day. That was newly named assistant head of upper school, Jason Leno, talking about one of the busiest college sports weekends I think I've ever heard of from a single athlete. Welcome to the End Zone podcast series on the Focal Point Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sid Sinha. Coming up, you got a sneak peek of Arjun Kati's conversation with, as I said, newly named assistant head of upper school, Jason Leno, talking about his journey from sports all the way from his high school days at the Boys Latin School in Maryland, all the way through to where he is now, coaching and just all the all the ins and outs and, and twists and turns that he's taken on his journey to, to end up at 10600 Preston Road. Also, coming along with this podcast are a bunch of other podcasts. We've got 15, that's right, 15 whole podcasts coming out today. So make sure you take a listen to all of those if you can. I really appreciate it. But other than that, I'm going to kick it straight to Arshin. This is an awesome conversation. So I'll catch you on the other side. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to start. Um, I researched uh, where you went to school, Boys Latin in uh, Maryland. So I thought if you wanted to talk to me a little bit about how you started there and, and how sports went growing up. Sure. Um well, I, I obviously you already know I, I attended the Boys Latin School of Maryland, which is in uh, in Baltimore. Um, actually, sits right on the Baltimore city and county lines of uh, Lake Avenue. So one side of the campus is in the city, the other side of the campus is in the county. Um, started in first grade, so had a twelve year uh, run there. Um, my dad made me go to school every single day, so I'm proud to say I had perfect attendance from first through twelfth grade. Um, something that probably we'll never see again with the COVID and uh, the, the state of affairs that we live in currently. But um, in terms of sport, uh, I, my first introduction to sport was wrestling, uh, believe it or not. So my dad uh, had a background in wrestling, um, introduced me to the sport at a young age and um, my athletic career kind of sparked from there. Um, with that, I, was fortunate enough to participate in four four different sports in high school. Um, some of my choosing, some by circumstance. Uh, I was a wrestler, obviously, played football, played lacrosse, and wound up swimming as well because of an injury in football to get me back on the wrestling mat for um, an important season. So um, swam, played, played football, wrestled, and played lacrosse uh, in middle school. Um, tinkered with baseball and basketball, um, even a little soccer for a little bit, um, with my, my, my coaches that were there, I was fortunate enough to have a coach that wound up coaching me in all three of my major sports, which were football, wrestling, and lacrosse. Um, you know, that's the reason why I played football is because he got me off the soccer field and, 
told my dad, you know, he, he'd really help uh, and impact the sport of football, but I'd already known him as a wrestling coach since, you know, first grade, roughly like five or six years old. And then uh, he was also my JV lacrosse coach. So um, his name's Drew Hall. Um, consider him like a second dad, uh, just a person I was always around, learned a lot from. Uh, and um, he introduced me to, to a, a, the world of athletics, I should say. So and that, that's, is he someone that you, you kept in contact with even after your time at, at school? Was he that personal or close to you? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, like a second dad. So um, we speak uh, throughout the year. Um, we try to touch base uh, a, a bunch, but, you know, with, um, again, the, the way things are and, you know, growing up, um, he's got a family of his own. I got a family of my own. So we, we get small snippets of time. Uh, wish we had more. I saw him the last time I was in Baltimore back in uh, December of 2000 is when we last laid eyes on each other, but spoke to him uh, just recently um, to see if he might be going to the prep nationals. So um, being, being a part of the ind independent school community. Um, prep nationals are a big deal. Uh, this year it's been pushed back because of COVID, but you know, every year that I get a chance to try and connect with him right before uh, he's still involved in, in, in coaching wrestling. Uh, he's coached other sports as well, like volleyball. And um, uh, what else has he done? <sighs> Drew Hall, man, a man of many talents, but um with that being said, he, him and I try to catch, you know, catch each other if, if we can on those, uh, those events, if we're going to be in the same places. Yeah. And I feel like, um, our, our school, we're able to have those similar connections with, you know, coaches just coaching here for a long time. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the similarities that you, you may see considering, you know, two boys schools, uh, first and 12th grade and kind of like what you've picked up being uh, a part of both places. Picked up a lot, um, you know, uh, be, being in that environment for 12 straight years, um, after a while, the world kind of gets small. You, you, you tend to live in that bubble. And um, I was fortunate enough to, to step outside of Baltimore and, and attend a school outside of the state at the University of Virginia and uh, was exposed to a lot more, had some influences from from great coaches there, um, both on the wrestling mat and on the lacrosse field. So, um, taking, taking, uh, some, some chunks from both of them, uh, taking some nuggets of, of coaching styles or coaching tips or, uh, words of wisdom from, you know, all of those coaches in, in my past, and then having a fortunate opportunity to go back and teach and coach at boys Latin for a couple of years, and then taking my talents out to, um, Southern California, where, you know, I met a, 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 a ton of a ton of new people um, working in the lacrosse industry. And, you know, with that exposure and working with some friends that were from similar communities, you know, start to expand my coaching uh, portfolio a little bit further. So I, I try to take a little bit from everybody um, and put my own spin on it as well. Over the years, I've learned there are certain things that. I can, 
I can start to, you know, put to bed. And then, you know, I'm always trying to learn some new things and new ways to, to reach the kids that I'm influencing or developing. So um, over my years as a coach or uh, a athletic sports performance coach, or even a strength coach, you, you try to um, take the good with the bad and, 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 and you just try to, you know, create something unique to yourself. So there's definitely some moments where, I hear Drew Hall's voice or I hear uh, a Bobby Shriver's voice, who was my varsity lacrosse coach at Boys Latin or Dom Starja, who was uh, the coach at Virginia. Um, and, and, and to this day, there's there's things that I hear myself say because of them, you know, mm -hmm. and the, those moments, I think, still resonate with some of the young men that I'm in front of, whether it's on the mat or on the football or lacrosse fields, um, or even just in general PE classes, right? You want to motivate kids to give their absolute best, um, even when they're not feeling at their best. So one thing that, uh, that I use quite a bit is, you know, everybody's built differently and some people are just born with with human gifts that other people don't possess. So let's say that you're a 10 and you perform at a 10 as much as you possibly can, can, can muster. But some days you wake up and all you can give is eight of those 10. Well, as a coach, I want to, I want to see all eight. You know, I know that you want to be a 10, but you know, this day for whatever reason, maybe you had a, a late night out of homework or, you know, something, something in the family or your girlfriend or whatever the situation may, may dictate, you can only give me eight of those 10. Well, I want all eight, you know, maybe it's just a five, maybe you're, you're maxed out at five. Um, but those, those type of words and that type of message kind of reach a kid and re reach an athlete and say, you know what, I can give you everything I got. And I'm willing to give you every single thing that I got um, today and tomorrow may be different. So um, I, I just want to try and influence those young men to perform at their absolute best and and realize that they have the potential to to, to do great things. You know, you can shock the world one day um, and other days are, are just not built the same. But, you know, if you're working to to perform, that's that's kind of the, the, the message that I want to help help them understand and resonate. So that's for sure. And um, I, I didn't realize I was um, doing some research. I saw that you coached out in the uh, university in, in California. I didn't know that you went back to your school. So I thought that was pretty cool um, because I, I also saw that you were inducted into your uh, the Athletic Hall of Fame in, in Boys Latin. So I'm sure that that definitely resonated with you. That was a uh, that was a special moment. Um to, to be recognized in that capacity um, is, is, is a humbling thing as, as an athlete, you don't, you don't tend to always uh, chase certain things like that. You, you want to win, you want to perform well. Um, everybody wants to do that every single day. Um, granted the prize at the end, whether it's a, a championship or a W next to the, 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 the column um, it matters it motivates. Um, so do losses, but, um, you know, that, that hall of fame, uh, induction was, was, uh, was, a, was a pleasant surprise. Um, not just for me, but for my family, because, you know, it, the sacrifices that they, uh, made to, to, to help me or encourage me to, you know, participate in those activities granted, um, 
you know, playing in sports, the, the, you know, it detracts you from doing other things, right? It, you know, growing up in Baltimore, um, for those that don't know, uh, it, it can be, it can be an interesting place, right? Uh, the city of Dallas has its good pockets and has its not so good pockets and same thing with any city, you know, there's some good neighborhoods and not so good neighborhoods and, um, growing up, uh, you know, playing sports kind of, kept you, kept you on the straight and narrow, right? If you wanted to perform well, you got to show up to practice. If you want to, if you want to play well, well, you got to perform well at practice. So, um, you know, all, all the sacrifices that they made to, to, to trek me all over the place, whether it was in the state of Maryland or Pennsylvania or Virginia or wherever we had to go for a tournament or a game, um, you know, was, was really rewarding for them. Um, and, and, and that's what, that's what the special moments were to, to kind of highlight my folks, um, for, for all the sacrifices that they did. Uh, but that, that hall of fame was, was pretty, pretty unique. Cause my mom and dad were both there and, uh, some of my other high school teammates and, um, people that I even looked up to, uh, were also inducted into that, that ceremony. So my, uh, my trainer, was there inducted the same, same time as me, uh, a, a, a football, um, great and a lacrosse great, uh, amongst other great hall of famers were, were, were inducted in the same time. So that, that was a special evening. Granted, I, I think everybody would say those are special moments, but for me, um, growing up, you know, having it be like a second home, it's like watching your dad be inducted or your mom be inducted and, you know, other people that you care about. So, um, no, that was, that was pretty special. So <laughs> thanks, awesome, thanks for that reminder. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just doing some research and I thought, well, wow. I mean, wow, that's definitely, definitely something you should be congratulated on. Um, and then I wanted to also talk to you about your time in Virginia and the fact that you, you played two, two sports, but not only did you play two sports, uh, you played them pretty well, especially uh, lacrosse with uh, the championship runs that you have. So I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about like what you learned from, from that experience? Sure. Um, you know, before getting into Virginia, um, you know, I, I, I want to highlight a person that's also special to me. Um, a man by the name of Dick Webster. He was, um, uh, my college, my, my college counselor. Um, he recently passed away, God rest his soul. Um, but was another mentor that meant a lot to me. And, and one of his sayings were, uh, perception is reality. You know, um, the way you present yourself, um, resonates whether you want it to or not with people, um, the way you speak to people, the way you care for people. Um, and he really sat me down and, and, and put me in front of some really special opportunities to attend, uh, a four-year college. And, um, granted I worked my butt off in the classroom, but, um, <clears throat> thinking about going to a school for whatever reason, whether it's architecture or engineering, those are my two kind of wheelhouses that I really wanted to pursue and him sitting me down and saying, Hey, these are some great institutions. Um, you should look into them. Uh, do you want to play football at the next level? Do you want to wrestle at the next level? Do you want to play lacrosse at the next level? And, um, at the time sitting down with him, you know, wrestling was probably my best shot. Uh, I had a, a lot of opportunities to, to pursue for wrestling, um, being at my oldest sport and most committed sport, I wanted to just kind of take a break. I was kind of burnt out. Um, so it was either football or lacrosse and, um, 
getting an opportunity to go to the University of Virginia was 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 special. It was great. You know, as soon as I set foot on campus, felt like home, felt right, um, but knew I was going to be a recruited, you know, lacrosse player. That was the opportunity, um, even though I had been recruited uh, to, to wrestle there. So in my freshman year, to, to give you kind of the short synopsis of it, um, in the middle of in the middle of my uh, freshman year, a gentleman that I had competed along with in the high school ranks uh, got hurt basically split his head open and couldn't compete, had to get some stitches or staples or something. And um, the coach obviously knew me, asked me if I would be able to participate and, and help the team out um, instead of having someone uh, or having, having to forfeit that, that weight class and give up points for the team. Um, he asked me to step in. We went through the process of going through the NCAA clearinghouse, getting cleared, getting certified, um, you know, only with like a week of practice uh, to, before the the meet. And um, the story that I tell people, it's kind of interesting that the, the lacrosse coach had to sign off on it. Right. Because you're basically a contracted athlete, um, uh, scholarship athlete to uh, to them, to that program. Mm-hmm. So for him to sign off on it is a big deal. Granted, there's a number of Virginia athletes that I'd love to highlight um, that were multi-sport. Um, I was no different. So um, it was just a unique opportunity for me to contribute on in that arena. And uh, again, the story that I share with them is I went through the week of practice. I went, you know, I was double duty, right. Going from the wrestling arena to the lacrosse field and, and back and forth. And it was the day of the match. Uh, we wrestled Duke in North Carolina and NC state, uh, big ACC weekend. And, uh, I was asked to wrestle at the, um, 184 pound weight class. Um, and I only weighed about 170, you know, coming out of high school. So, uh, giving up a little bit of weight and, um, you know, I walked out to the lacrosse field. It was fall ball practice, essentially. And and I, not that I didn't think it was important for me to be there, but I was thinking, hey, I need to mentally prepare for my my evening, for my night. And um, I walked out from the equipment room with my wrestling gear to watch practice. And my head coach, Dom Starja, saw me standing, you know, on the sideline with this bag and, you know, blew his whistle and stopped practice and, you know, he's looking and yelling straight at me, telling me, you know, how dare I, you know, miss practice for this uh, for this wrestling event. And I don't think I've run faster in my life to this day. I ran, got dressed, came out to practice, you know, put it all on, on the lacrosse field. And he cut me loose and said, OK, now you can go to your your wrestling match. Um, and we wrestled Duke that evening. Um which was a special night. He invited, I mean, we invited the entire lacrosse team. The wrestlers said they'd never had a big, bigger crowd of support, which was great. And Mem Jim or Memorial Jim, as it's called, um, which I hope is still there. Um, <clears throat> they've done a lot of construction since then, but um, it was a great evening. I, I won the match against the opponent from Duke. Um, the next day we had an inner squad scrimmage. So I was the first one there, first one dressed uh, to practice on the lacrosse field. And and Dom pulls a, a Jedi mind trick on me, just, well, no, what are you doing here? Don't you have a match today? You know, and less than 24 hours ago, you're chewing me out. And of course I'm here, coach. He's like, oh, well, since you're here, you might as well practice. And we, we had this inter-squad competition and some sprints afterwards and 
you know, he cuts me loose to go to wrestle at NC state or against NC state in North Carolina. And my legs were dead. You know, I, I had to wrestle a guy basically, uh, you know, frozen, frozen still. Um, I feel like I, I was robbed of that opportunity <laughs> and should have won that match. But, um, you know, that was kind of my, my breakout year, um, <clears throat> in both arenas. So that year, you know, the wrestling team was successful. I had a great time, you know, working with those guys and stuck with it for three out of the four years. Um, but that freshman year, again, we won uh, a national championship on the lacrosse field and to help that team um, and contribute in the way that, ways that I did um, was special. Um, granted, I wish um, it, it was a little bit better because, you know, trying to juggle two sports, I wound up injuring myself my sophomore year and then having to regroup and, you know, figure out how to get back onto the field. Um, wound up changing positions, was recruited as a long stick midfielder, which is basically a, 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 a long stick defenseman, but runs in between the lines um, to a short stick de defensive midfielder and a space off guy. Um, so put my heart and soul into it. And we were fortunate enough to get back to, uh, a total of three final fours, obviously one national championship and, you know, wish, wish we could have got over the hump, but, you know, we, we, we definitely started something special there and the year after and years to follow, um, university of Virginia has been, you know, in the conversation of national championships and one has won their fair share, um, mm -hmm. since, since 99. So, um, you know, 2003, they won it the year after I graduated. So, um, to see those guys carry that forward was, was awesome. And to be a part of that, that community and that, that program was, you know, is always going to be a special time in my life. Um, whether it was on the mat or on the field, um, I had a, had a great experience. So I, I, I think Mr. Webster um, kind of leading me into that opportunity and, and down that path. And then, you know, truly running, running through that uh, was, was a good time. It was a really good time. Uh, that's a, that's a great story. I don't even know how you would, you know, have time for, for actually uh, school and all that other stuff with balancing, you know, two sports, even in the same day. Um, but yeah, I wanted to ask about, like I, you said, engineering was kind of your, your focus academically. I, um, coming out of high school, I wanted to go to a, a strong academic institution that offered either, uh, architecture or engineering. So, um, you know, the story there is, uh, you know, academics come first in my family. So. I was really interested in places like Bucknell, UPenn, um, Cornell, um, who have lacrosse programs. Some even have wrestling programs and was fortunate to take a family trip to Bucknell one year with um, my folks and my sister. And we just did a college tour and, um, <clears throat> you know, going on that campus, found out that the wrestling program was probably going to um, uh, this, this band, their wrestling program just due to title nine. And, you know, asked me if I wanted to meet the lacrosse coach. No lacrosse coach had never met me before. Um, didn't know who I was, uh, probably knew of boys Latin, but, um, just because they're a strong, uh, lacrosse school in the MIAA and in, in Maryland, but, um, asked me some choice questions, you know, who I was, how much do I weigh, how tall I was, um, and basically told me I was too small to play division one lacrosse, um, which 
Mm-hmm. Ignited a fire under me. And, you know, I got a chance to meet him again after a recruiting tournament. And he asked me if I wanted to pursue, you know, an opportunity at Bucknell. And within that same conversation, you know, uh, met Dom Starja and he asked me if I was interested in Virginia. But to answer your question about engineering and, and architecture, um, you know, institutions that those are the institutions that I was really, really uh, pursuing. And it found it, I found out quickly that that, that was going to be a hard chore to, to juggle academics and athletics. So I found my way into um, more sciences and bio and anatomy and physiology because of it. Um, so that's that's the, the path and trajectory that I I chose. And I'm happy I did. I love sports is given me a lot of opportunities to pursue sports medicine and physical therapy. And I've, I've worked with, um, excuse me, some very special athletes because of it. Um, so, you know, they do say things happen for a reason, but you know, my dreams coming out of high school as a 16 and 17 year old boy was, you know, designing or creating, um, you know, cars or buildings you know i love to draw i love math i was really really good at it had had a lot of success in high school and i thought that you know an architecture or engineering type position or education would would serve me well um but it, it wound up being sports medicine so i'm glad it i'm glad that it did um i've met some very like i said before um very special people. You know, I've worked with Olympic athletes. Uh, I worked with track and field athletes, um, you know, moving out to Southern California, didn't really know what water polo was until I moved out there and, um, was, was given a quick education on how, how, uh, brutal of a sport that is, man. I mean, those kids are are getting beat up under the water and you don't even see it. Um, it's like, it's like wrestling underwater almost at times. So, um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm grateful for the education that I, that I received um, and wanted to pursue uh, physical therapy after school, but was given an opportunity to jump into education and be a science teacher and, and teach science and, and, and physics and chemistry. So I did that for a little bit and uh, that took me on a journey to California, quite frankly. And, um, you know, was fortunate enough to meet my wife and, you know, here I am back in Texas. So there, there's, there's so many different, uh, kind of, uh, streams of life where, Hey, one, one thing could have led to another. And, you know, the path that I've been on has been a special one and I'm grateful for it. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so you, so you would say that that transition to kind of sciences brought brought you to to being a teacher and a coach would, would you say that's that's correct absolutely would um before i even graduated um you know it's funny and and while i was sitting here you know telling the story about the wrestling thing you know uh i got asked to play football at virginia too in my at the end of my junior year and i was like guys you know yeah. and, and 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 part of me wishes that i did um just to be a part of that community for an extra year and, and potentially graduate in five years with a master's doesn't sound too bad. And again, you don't know what you don't know as a young man. Um, but I probably should have taken that fifth year, um, to pursue and graduate with a master's. But before I even graduated, I got a phone call from our head, ma- my, my headmaster at, at boys Latin. 
and he offered me a job there on the spot. Like, Hey, we want you to back in the community and we, we, we'd love for you to teach our, our, our kids. And, you know, it sounded great. And until I got there and I don't want to put a, a bad spin on it, but you know, you're in an environment for what seems like your entire life um, to come back to that institution, well-known and, and, and having some success under my belt, you know, I'm not that far removed from a high school student, you know, a ninth or 10th grader and um, to, to, to then become the teacher or be on the other side of the desk was, was a little disjointing. Um, You know, there, there were some uh, levels of, of respect that I had to earn, you know? So, um, I felt like the first, the first year was, was a little bit of a, was a little bit of a bear. Um, and, and I transitioned into more middle school education, which then led to some other opportunities, like I said, out in California. So I taught at a, um, a private school out there in Southern California and taught middle school science there. So, um, the, the education piece, uh, being, being a graduate of the Curry school of education at, at Virginia, um, it set me up for a good path, you know, um, whether I wanted to pursue, uh, physical therapy or, you know, academic, you know, a- academic teaching. So, you know, giving, giving, giving back has been a part of my, uh, my being for a long time. And I'm happy that, I'm happy for the path that I've been, been given to, to, to give back and, and not only teach, but coach. So it's been, it's been a blessing and uh, I hope, I hope I can continue to do it for many more years. Yeah, for sure. Kind of, kind of the idea of like, if you took that fifth year, you know, would things be different? And I mean, I mean, you can imagine, but I, I feel like the best, best you can do is just take it in stride and just, just move on and, I think you've already made a great impact on St. Mark's. Well, thank uh, you. And I, I'm, you know, I don't do lacrosse, but I, I see you around and I, I see the things you do. And I think, I think that's just awesome. So. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, you know, uh, it, look, looking back on it, you know, coaching at the collegiate level in California, high school level, you know, in, in my years, um, I've tried to to repursue some of those dreams, and for whatever reason, there's there's always something that happens, whether it's a move or um, you know becoming a dad, um, you know um, th- those those life life moments um, put you on a different perspective, right? You know, as a, as a young man, the world's your oyster, right? You're just exploring and learning and having a good time. Um, so in those moments of, man, should I have stayed a fifth year? Who knows where I would be? Um, would I have gone back to Baltimore and would I have done those things? Um, uh, you know, would I have gone into the military? Who knows? I mean, the, the, the possibilities, just run through my brain. Um, you know, I almost went, went into the Naval Academy and at that time it was, who wants to go to prep school? Who wants to do that? I want to go, I want to go live my own life and I got a chance to do that. And, uh, I'm thankful for all of those experiences because they made me the person that I am today. You know, um, you know, I met my wife because of it, who brought me back to Texas. You know, she's a, she's a, 
she's, she's a native, uh, Texan, you know, born and raised in Arlington. Um, and we met in Southern California. So the likelihood of that is, you know, how, how does that happen? You know? And, 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 and if, if I didn't take this path, um, which again, I, uh, I try not to think about what if I'm just grateful for, you know, what, what has happened. So. Yeah. Those are, I mean, those are some great stories and some, some great advice. Um, I haven't thought about some of those things in years. So (laughs) thank you for, for bringing those back out. Oh yeah. No problem. Uh, Yeah. Those are kind of the the main questions um, that I had. I don't know if you have anything you want to add, but yeah. Well, I, I'd I'd like to ask you what what you what you choose to do um, moving forward. I mean, what what are some of the things that motivate you? Obviously, you're you're in we're in the Zoom meeting together, and you're you're asking me some really good questions, and I appreciate it because some of those things I haven't thought about in over a decade or or more. So, um, you know, you you work in in this in this uh, in this capacity as a as a journalist, I would say. Um, so, you know, what, what is it that you right now, uh, in your, in your current state are pursuing? I mean, yeah, I I feel like, especially in journalism, it's just a a great way, uh, to connect with people. I was talking to an alum yesterday. Um, he, he does like a history of, of St. Mark's football. He has like Facebook pages and statistics and all this stuff. And I, and I was just thinking like, it, I mean, that's just his hobby. That's what he enjoys doing. And I don't know if I've necessarily found that yet, but okay. I mean, I'm in journalism. Uh, I run, I play basketball. I do all these things, um, you know, hoping to find something that'll take me um, beyond school. So yeah, that's kind of, kind of what I would have to say about that. Yeah, no, I, I look, I, I love everything you said because um, I internalize that. I, I, I try to be a Swiss army knife. You know, I want to find a number of different things that make me who I am. And I think you're doing that as well. You know, there's not one specific thing that defines you. Um, you know, you're passionate about a lot of things, which is great, you know, um, and that can take you in a number of different directions, which is cool. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's all, that's all really I have. Uh, thank right. you much for, for sitting down with me. No, I appreciate your time and thank you for thinking of me and, uh, I hope you have a great rest of your, your Sunday and a great week ahead. All right. You too. All right. I'll, I'll see you later. All right. Take care. All right. Thanks to coach Leno for opening up to us like that. Thanks to Arjun for doing that interview. Congratulations to coach Leno once again on the new position. Best of luck. Make sure to keep an eye out for the rest of the End Zone podcast coming out today. It is End Zone Day, and we've got a whole slate of 15 podcasts coming out today. Just hours upon hours upon hours of amazing audio. So follow us on whatever podcast platform you're using so that you don't miss out. If your platform allows you to, drop a five-star rating, leave us a review, share with your friends, share with your family, share with the first five people you see, even if they're strangers, and know that I'll appreciate it. Other than that, Enjoy Endzone, enjoy the rest of these podcasts, stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you around.